So we're going to help you get in your kayaks because it gets pretty slippery down here. Okay, cool. I'm Sarah Dern, editorial fellow here at Atlas Obscura, okay, and perfect. you're hearing me okay, not so gracefully okay, get into a kayak. Okay, so watch your step. There you go. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Today, I'm at the Honey Island Swamp. It's only 40 minutes outside of New Orleans, but far enough away to feel like I'm entering a completely different world. There's these like huge trees just like erupting out of this muddy water. And it looks like it goes back kind of forever. Oh, I think I see maybe a turtle. Oh yeah, that was a turtle. Some of the trees in this swamp are 400, 700 years old. They cast shadows everywhere. Shadows big enough to hide black bears and coyotes and massive snapping turtles. My guide, Jess, even tells me about a 14-foot alligator she named Brock. And yet here we are, paddling deeper and deeper into the swamp. <gasps> Whoa, that's like a three-inch spider inside. Oh, we got some big spiders out here. Wow. They actually don't build webs. They hang out on the base of the trees so that they can catch fish. They catch fish? Yes. Whoa. Fish catching spiders, black bears, alligators, they aren't the only monsters here. We're looking for an even deadlier predator. One with many names, the Cajun Sasquatch, the Rougarou, but locals, they just call it the Honey Island Swamp Monster. My search for that monster, after this. I heard something. What is that? If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. We're just going deeper and deeper into Cajun Sasquatch country. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we got into it. Tell me about the Cajun Sasquatch. What is it? And so he's our version of Bigfoot, okay. but he's more like a Rougarou, which is French for Wolfman. This is Jess Golly. She grew up in the swamp and now runs Honey Island Kayak Tours. 
She's something of an expert when it comes to the swamp monster. You see the image of the Bigfoot, that typical image of yeah. the Bigfoot walking through, and it's yeah. muscular. Yeah. The swamp monster's thin and lean. Yeah, so just think of a tall wolf walking on its hind legs but it's straight up. Jess's family has lived in the swamp forever, at least five generations, if not more. And growing up, the river provided everything. We grew all of our own vegetables. We raised our meat production. My dad would um, catch a baby alligator during frogging season and bring it home, and we would put it in the cow's watering trough until it was big enough to eat. The Honey Island Swamp encompasses nearly 70,000 acres. Over the centuries, pirates, outlaws, fugitives from slavery, they've all taken refuge in the swamp. You cannot get maps of this territory. Like a lot of places you can go get topographical fishing maps that will tell you the waterways. You cannot get one of Bonnie Island Swamp. The deeper Jess and I paddle into the swamp, the denser the trees get. It kind of feels like they're closing in on us. These root systems poke out of the murky green water like long fingers reaching out to touch us. Some people see different, like, images in them. Some people say they look like dancing ladies or dancing souls. A lot of people see faces in them. It's amazing to think that Jess grew up here. As a kid, she and her best friend would spend hours exploring in their Puro, basically a Cajun canoe, which to me seems... I mean, like, how did she not get lost? It really seems like she would get lost. Also, there's, like, alligators, so, you know, like incredible just that she didn't get eaten we would get in our piro the time the sun came up and would be out in the swamps until the sun came down it's like the older i get i'm like did i even go to school because <laughs> i know i did but i just remember being out here all the time that's where yeah. my memories are yeah by the time she was nine jess knew the swamp like the back of her hand which i cannot get over it is a maze in here jess had never seen the swamp monster though but she'd heard stories If you live in Pearl River, Louisiana, there is no escaping the swamp monster. Sightings go all the way back to 1963, when a couple of air traffic controllers spotted a seven-foot-tall wolf-like creature covered in grayish fur. There are even plaster-cast monster footprints on display at the local museum. Jess's parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and friends, they all told her how it could snap tree trunks like twigs and tear wild boars apart into bloody ribbons. But they were all just stories to little nine-year-old Jess. Until one day, Jess and her friend went out into the swamp, alone. We're paddling deep in the swamp, and we're in an area that typically we're told not to go to, but, you know, we don't care. We're nine years old. We're, like, no supervision. We're going to do whatever we want. And so we get way back in the swamp and there had been some developers out there. So we're like, let's go see what's going on. Let's investigate. And that's when they saw them. These massive 20 inch long footprints dotted with claw marks. We are like freaking out, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, she's real. Oh my gosh, our parents are going to kill us. Are we going to be able to tell anybody what's going on? And so we get back at our Piro and we paddle as fast as we can to the house. When they got home, Jess and her friend recreated the footprint and showed her parents. The girls were 
you know, understandably, very freaked out. Her parents eventually told Jess they had planted the footprints themselves to scare off the developers. I personally am still convinced we actually found the tracks and they were tired of us sounding crazy, so they made up a story. (laughs) That's what I'm going with on that one. So here I am in the swamp, paddling with Jess, and suddenly everything feels scary. I'm looking around for any sign of the swamp monster. I'm staring at the swamp's muddy banks looking for, you know, like massive monster tracks. Luckily, I don't see anything. But then Jess is like, "Uh -uh -uh uh-uh-uh-uh, you've got to look at the trees. Because just a week earlier, her friend saw something moving around up there. Something monstrous. Just breaking five-foot circumference trees in half, like eight feet up high. Like, what could do that? Like, a bear can't do that. I mean, a bear can break twigs and thick stuff, but not eight feet high off the ground. And, like, branches eight inches in diameter just snap like toothpicks. So is there any sort of animal that could do that out here? Not that I'm aware of. And now I'm, of course, craning my neck to look up at the trees. And there's a lot of Spanish moss and, you know, like, knobbly tree branches, but... No branches snap like toothpicks. And that's good. (laughs) So I start looking around. It's really beautiful here. The light streams through the Spanish moss and leaves of these ancient trees. The water has almost no current, just this otherworldly stillness. And it seems like the water puts a hush over everything, absorbing the sound of Jess and I paddling. So now we're gonna have to get into a little area where we go single file. Okay. And follow me. She leads me through a cluster of cypresses and then we emerge into this hidden river. This is what I love, the motorboats cannot get back here. Yeah, we're alone now. All of a sudden, on my left, the surface of the water comes alive. I see this massive gray scaly thing erupt out of the water, like bigger than my freaking kayak. Was that an alligator? <laughs> that was a gar. What? What is a gar? So that is a prehistoric fish. Oh um, God, it is a cute. dinosaur. Yeah, they have faces shaped like alligators with really sharp teeth. So what you just saw was a gar doing a belly roll so it could get oxygen. That one had to have been eight or nine feet. <gasps> Holy sh! And it's a fish? And it's a fish. Yeah. What do you think is it about the swamp that really captures people's imagination? I think of how uninhabited it is and that humans can't really be here. And it's some of the least charted territory in the United States. I always think about, like, what if you were the first explorer here? Yeah. And you saw this land of these dark trees with all this crazy moss hanging from it. Yeah. And you're like, what is this alligator thing that can kill me? And, like, these large animals everywhere. And there's snakes everywhere and creepy crawlies. I just feel like it's, it's inhabited by your nightmares. I love spiders, but a lot of people are scared of spiders. And we have spiders bigger than your hands. And I just think it's pretty intimidating. 
it has its spookiness to it and then it also has its own own soul yeah like you can feel its energy as jess and i make our way back i take in the swamp one last time the birds and crickets singing the warm muggy air the spelunking of our paddles for a moment i just float All right, so yeah, it was really cool having you out here today. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you getting to show you the swamp and our backyard and... Wait a second. What is that over there? Do you see it? Oh my God. Do you see the thing walking what? through the trees? What it... That's... I think that's the swamp monster. <laughs> okay, you need a paddle. Oh Should we go? Oh, yeah, paddle oh. Come on! Paddle paddle! Hi, uh, it's Dylan here. So that was the last we ever heard of Sarah. We sent people down to the swamp to look for her, but all they found was her audio recorder swinging from a branch eight feet up in the air. We like to think that maybe she's still out there somewhere, just out of sight, barreling through the trees alongside the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Special thanks to Jess Gawley and her company, Honey Island Kayak Tours. This episode was reported by Sarah Dern and produced by Sarah Wyman. It was edited by John Delore. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, Casey Holford. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.